broadcasting from the Hair Today Gone Tomorrow studios in Nashville, Tennessee. It's uh, Jackie and Ralph. That's right, sir. Um, so, um, Jackie, uh, how did we actually meet? I was kind of trying to think about it the other day. We've been friends an awful a long, time. long time. Yeah, a long time. I mean, uh, we probably met when I was, uh, when we were. 17, 18, 17, in 18. that area, so, I'm going to say. So like mid to late 80s? Absolutely. Like, has to be. Has, to, has be. to be. And we were both working at the same place. We were both working at yeah. the same garage. Right. And as I opened my heart to you in the doors <laughs> of my home to come <laughs> for Christmas dinner, you fired me the day before Christmas. So did I... I think I fired you at the shop, didn't I? It was at the shop, Okay, yeah. so... Yeah, as a matter of fact, you made me work the whole day, <laughs> and then you said, you know what, that's, don't fucking come back. No, that's actually not exactly how it happened. I think that's how it happened. But, <laughs> but I mean, that is pretty rock and roll. Yeah, if you want to say that. But we, we weathered so, the storm. And we kind of weathered the storm. Stayed friends. Stayed friends. Um, we were both playing music at that time. I think we yep. were both bass players at that time. actually I was playing guitar in a cover band you were um, playing guitar well with Brian Adams songs I mean it was just ridiculous but and I was working out at the time so my wardrobe right. just consisted of <laughs> tank tops <laughs> tank and a guitar tops. strapped on my uh, neck so gotcha uh, and then uh, I played bass in a couple of my own bands but uh, but I was really a bass player you were a bass player yeah, yeah, absolutely just like with. you yeah I was a bass player, and that's kind of like how we sort of bonded, right? Through, like our connection, our uh, interests, and the person that we are. Right. We uh, we were, we are right now. Whatever you want to say is pretty much the same. We're on the oh, same yeah, uh, wavelength, and we just pretty much got along immediately. Yeah, immediately, yeah. and our boss at the time didn't really care for that so he came right. to me and said uh you know christmas eve's tomorrow we got to make some changes jackie's got to go well he said you were going to be the manager right he was going to first duty my first duty was to fire you and i was appalled but i don't remember having any problem at all <laughs> no you did not have you. a problem yeah. you're done i think you <laughs> i think you said hey i'll call you later. you're out <laughs> I'll call you later. We'll call you later. Which, um, by the way, sort of has something to do um, with the way one of the guitarists in today's yes, sir. episode was picked. Yes, but sir. We'll you know get to that in a second. So here we are, thirty years later, forty years 30, later. Yeah, I don't even yeah, know. yeah. Thirty-five years, forty years, yeah. and the, in Tennessee. In Tennessee, actually, we came from New York City. Yep, that's correct. The uh, Staten Island, Brooklyn, New oh, yeah. Jersey area. I was born in Brooklyn. You moved born to Brooklyn. Staten Island. I'm from Staten Island yeah. originally, yes. Yeah. So a lot of this music around that time came from that area. That's true. Too. A lot of That's it. That's true. Did. Big bands came out of Jersey. Ooh, ooh, uh, right. A, lot a of couple bands. came out of Brooklyn because yeah. not necessarily... Um, maybe out of Brooklyn but right. maybe uh, somebody somebody was, was in that band was from Brooklyn, from Brooklyn and or somebody was in Manhattan so it was very uh, well so, Manhattan was the other mecca of the place you went right. when you lived in a small town Eat, right. and you wanted to become a rock star that's exactly you moved you, to you California to, to or, Los Angeles yeah. or you went to yeah, New absolutely, York yeah. City because it was all 
happening around the time you and I were there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 100%. You know, we saw it. We, you know, absolutely loved it. We still did. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We, uh, you know, we We stayed with it. Yeah, we... There was a time where I remembered... um, we were, this was probably the 90s, and you pulled up next to me, and you were playing music, and I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm bringing 80s music back. <laughs> I'm bringing it back. You remember that? I'm bringing I it back. I do remember that. And that was something that uh, stayed with me, because I always felt that there there are going to be periods of time where music is going to be the soundtrack of your life. Oh, absolutely. And my life as well. So when you have that, you have... You have, uh, it's like listening to a motion picture score. Oh, absolutely, you know, it man. puts you, when you put a song, when you put a play a song, it puts you back in a place, moment, in a time, immediately. with a girl, with a buddy, right. with, a, with a guy, whatever. Usually with a guy. Uh, eating a burger, eating pizza, right. it puts you, it, it's, it's like a... Time I don't even know what you call it. Device. Yeah, but it's, a, it, it's, like, it's a like a piece. Yeah, yeah, it gives absolutely. you a piece of time. That, uh, you know, that you, you can't take that away. That's no. you. That's and you. Um, actually how this podcast came about was you and I frequently talk on the phone and we talk about di- different bands, different singers, different guitar players. All and, the time. And we said to each other, hey, you know, this would make a great podcast. I've actually done some podcasting previously and we said you know what this would be a fantastic podcast and that brings us to today and uh we well you actually came up with the name hair today gone tomorrow fantastic name by the way because back in the day we did both have Long hair. You still have I long still hair. Do. Yeah. I cut it. Yes, you did. I cut it a long time ago. I cut my hair back in 2010. Oh, was it that long yeah. ago? Wow. Yeah. Okay. 2010. I let it grow back a little bit here and there. Yeah. But it's, it's, I don't think I'll be growing. Friends well, don't let other friends cut their hair. Haircuts. Who said that? Okay, that was on a guitar. I don't really remember the band, but that when Metallica cut their hair. That's right. That's when that That was on a friends guitar. Friends get haircuts. Yeah. Was it on a guitar or it a It was t-shirt? on the back of a guitar. Back of a guitar. flipped up right. the guitar right. and it wrote. Jackie, uh, um, y- y- you and I thought long and hard about what our first episode should be, yep, didn't we? we and sure we did. went back and forth, back and forth. But there is one particular topic that People like us constantly go back. Everybody to. talks about Everybody this. This is a fight. This is, this is a, a fight. An argument. About this. Yeah, it's this an is argument a big one. Yeah, as probably as old as the eighties, and everyone's got an opinion. Yeah. Um, but really, the only person who is absolutely correct about it is me. But that's fine. <laughs> Okay. Jackie, what is our first topic? All right, so our first topic, like you said, is uh, has been going around forever, is who is Ozzy's best guitar player? Who is the Ozzy's top best three yes. best Ozzy guitar player? We are actually only going to be focusing on three, even though there was a couple of more. It's a handful. There yeah. was a handful. Yeah. We're talking about the ones who actually played 
on Ozzy's albums. Right, who actually wrote and recorded yeah. albums and also um, were, uh, I guess you can say, icons for oh, him. You know, were absolutely. just tremendous guitar players, shredders, the whole thing. Yeah, all incredible. They were all incredible, uh, but only... One can be that's right. Ozzy's only best guitarist. You know, there can only be and it's one. Obvious. Right. <laughs> like, what film was that? The High that was yeah. That, that was, was from the eighties. Yeah, that was that was, uh, that was big with you. That was, that was huge big with rock you, and yeah. roll because Queen did the soundtrack. Yes, for that. A couple of bands were into doing stuff like that. Yeah. For, um, uh, Queen's album was uh, was called A Kind of Magic, mm-hmm. which was also the soundtrack for the album. Right. Correct. Uh, Correct. Yeah. Great flick. I think that was eighties. Yeah, I think Might it was too. Ladies. It was a good movie. Um, and then about the swordsman. The swordsman in, who Connor McLeod. The, then it became a television series. The reality. Which was horrible. In reality, right? They moved to the future or they, something. something. They started. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It was fantastic. And we may be wrong about this information that we're telling you because we're old and we're you trying to remember. Right. Right. We, and also, I would like to put a disclaimer that. Uh, any information that we tell you is not our opinion or anything that we thought it up. It was research. Yeah, it was research. And people have said... Right. People have said these things. Uh, for instance, there's going to be reference to um, uh, Rudy Sarzo, who was uh, Ozzy's bass player. We're going to tell you things that he said. So it's not our opinion or what, you know, what we're thinking or feeling it's something that he said whether that's wrong or right right this is, uh, i don't right. know but don't know, this, this is, is what, what they said. he said jackie um who are the three guitarists we're going to be talking about today okay so putting in uh ozzy's uh order we're gonna go randy rhodes jakey lee and general, jack wild jake general Emmanuel. Lee. My E means nothing General, really. Right. Means my me. middle initial is not really my. Right, <laughs> it's exactly. just my real name, yeah. Lee. And who was the final? Zach Wild. Zach Wild. Who is right now writing an album with Ozzy as we is speak? He really? Yeah. Well, yeah. Because I think Ozzy's trying to retire, yeah. and they do go back and forth they a go lot. Back and forth. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we're probably going to start with Randy Rhodes, aren't we? Oh, yes, we are. Because really it all started with... It all started with Randy, Randy Rhodes. Rhodes, yeah. So this comes from um, Ozzy leaving Black Sabbath. Yep. I believe he was fired from Black Sabbath because of his drugging and drinking. Again, it, there's so many different tales. So many stories about That it, you yeah. just don't know what the truth is. This was 1979. It sure and was. And they were recording their next album. Can't think of the name of it right now. But um, uh, Ozzy left the group for what, whatever reason. And um, so now, all of a sudden, Ozzy's out on his own. What right. does he do? Ozzy was like... The voice of the band. A lot of people argue Black Sabbath was the first heavy metal band. Yeah. A lot of people agree with that statement. Some people don't agree yeah. with that statement. Yeah. Those people are called incorrect. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> All right. I see we're going to have a lot of hate mail. You know what? Uh, getting back to that whole uh, 
That was a British metal movement, I think. Oh, I don't think was. we were dealing with that here. No, no. I think that was uh, new. That was, well, and well, let's just go back just for a second yeah. to Black Sabbath's song, War Pigs. War Pigs. Okay. The riffs on that yeah. is undeniably yeah. Yeah. heavy metal. Yeah. That song can be traced back to 1968. Yes, before you and I were even born. That's correct. Sabbath yeah. was playing that in clubs mm-hmm. in the late 60s. Yeah. And Tony so, Iommi with Tony his Iommi. Uh, two or whatever, Iommi, his fake fingers. Uh, that he, his fake finger, he yeah. lost his finger. In lost the, his fingers in a metal factory, metal yeah. Factory. Right before he was supposed to play on a band. Oh, play I with a band, rather. I didn't Yeah. Um, there's a whole backstory to so, that. It's craziness. So... Ozzy leaving Black Sabbath was huge, and everybody was talking about it. So Ozzy knew, I mean, to do anything, he had to just come up with an awesome guitar player. I think so. I think that uh, that was uh, just something he felt. I, I think he was, at that time... Not treading water, right? But he I was, think he well, was concerned. I think he was. Yeah, you know what I mean. He what? just uh, left or got kicked Black out Sabbath. or whatever. Black yeah. Sabbath, and I think he was concerned about how to uh, proceed. Right? Um, Could he proceed? And how record companies were big back then, yeah. and they were, uh, you know, they were trying to plot a course for him. Uh, he was trying to plot a course for himself and uh, start uh, a, a band as well. Uh, so his soon-to-be wife, Sharon, uh, decided to manage Ozzy on her own. Now, if I understand this right, her father actually managed Black Sabbath. Possibly. Yes. I you might I be right. And, and I, I think that um, band management was their thing. Right. I think that that's yes. what... They, um, that's how she was groomed because she's absolutely brutal. Absolutely. So, uh, Ozzy had a list of guitar players he was supposed to see, but Ozzy met a bass player, Dana Strum. Great name. Yeah. Dana Strum, who, yeah. um, he's. I think he was a founding. Slaughter. Yeah. You were playing with Slaughter. I think he was um, a founding yeah. member of Slaughter. He played with Vinnie Vincent's Invasion from yeah. Kiss. Yeah, he's uh, he um, and, and um, Vinnie. Vinnie. He Vincent. is uh, he is definitely a a name. He's a definitely a figure. Data Strum. Yeah. yeah. In eighties metal, that's for and sure. So, he, so I actually watched an interview on YouTube with. Dana Strum, and the way Dana Strum tells it is like this. Dana Strum was with Ozzy, and he was like, Ozzy, none of these guitar players are going to be right for you. One of them, by the way, was uh, Gary Moore. Do you remember Wow, him? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Gary Moore. Oh, yeah. Excellent Tremendous. Dana Strum Definitely said, not an Ozzy. Not an Ozzy. No. <laughs> Dana Strum said, I got the guy for you. Mm-hmm. And something about Ozzy pissing in Dana Strum's car. Yeah. And uh, Dana Strum put a audition together 
with this young guitarist, Randy Rhodes, who comes from an amazing musical pedigree. Yes, he does. Amazing. Yes, he Both does. of his parents were musicians. I think his mom owned a music owned store. Owned a music store where he taught uh, classical guitar. He took guitar. Right. He classical actually, guitar. Yeah, you know. he, so from what I understand it, he took guitar at the school and eventually his teacher went to his parents and said I can't teach him anything else right he anything knows further, everything. yeah and then he became a teacher he became a teacher yeah. uh, so Ozzy was supposedly taken with Randy yeah pretty much immediately yeah well also a, a little piece of background um, Randy Rhodes also befriended uh, Rudy Sarzo, who uh, became Ozzy's bass player. That's right. And Rudy they, Sarzo. in actuality, they had, they uh, the were both of, teaching at the uh, at the music store. Rudy Sarzo was teaching bass, giving bass lessons. Wasn't as well. Rudy and Randy both part of? Uh, no. They started Quiet Riot. Quiet Riot. That was right. their band. That, that was band, band was playing in yes, local clubs the, at this were, time. Right, and yeah. then. Um, Ozzy heard Rhodes, and yep. he was just like, this is it. This is the guy. Yeah. And I think this is the shot in the arm Ozzy needed. Yeah. You know what I clearly, mean? Clearly, clearly. Because um, Rhodes and Ozzy, I think, shared a lot of the same ideas when it came to music. They did. Now, they did. Um, what was their first album together? Their first album. Uh, Blizzard of Blizzard Oz. Blizzard of Oz, which is, so, you know, just a just a piece of um, uh, history. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Uh, if so, you didn't listen to that album, you didn't uh, listen. I mean, some of Ozzy's anthems are, are from that album. album, yeah. Crazy And we are, talk, yep, we are talking about 1980. Right, on the dot. Yep, on 1980. the dot. Crazy Train, uh, one of... My personal favorites, Mr. Crowley. Absolutely, man. Yeah, Absolutely. what a song. That's that's Goodbye only so romance. dark. Oh yeah. So because that's yeah. what that's Black where it's coming from. Yeah, he, right. that's, that's where it was where coming, it coming from. Came from Suicide Solution. Yeah, which uh, which this which brought on its own episode. little uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> issues to romance. romance. Yeah, um, Rolling Stones. Um, List of top 100 greatest metal albums, Blizzard of Oz, number nine. Yeah. Number nine. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, a, that's, that's saying amazing. something, I think. That's uh, amazing. Uh, yeah, and that's I huge. wouldn't put that at really anything higher myself. I mean, it's right there. Uh, I think uh, where, where Rolling Stone is, uh, is involved, I think that that's a good number. Rolling Stones, I don't know if they're really the authority anymore. Back then, we had our we had circus, circus magazine, we had hip parade, we had hip yeah, um, cream, cream, right. And then we had the musical instruction man, uh, guitar for the practicing musicians. Guitar. What about the bass player? Magazine? The Aquarian. I used to pick up the yeah. Aquarian. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so. Rolling Stone says it's number nine on the top one. Rolling Stone was probably the only magazine I didn't have, so that tells you. Know you know what? Something. Because they weren't really like a heavy metal. No. Periodical. No. When they you see Janet Jackson on the cover, right? Exactly. Especially yeah, right. that. Yeah. That time. cover. Yeah. 
especially that time. Uh, so Blizzard of Oz comes out. Jackie, it yeah. went platinum it sure five did. times. Yeah, over. absolutely. Five million yeah. sales. Yeah, that's am- that's just amazing. Five million sales. Yeah. Coincidentally, Ozzy's most successful sales to to date is it Blizzard. Blizzard of Oz. Wow. Went platinum five times. Absolutely. Um, they followed it up with um, Diary of a Mad Man. Yep. Another incredible yep. album. By the way, both album covers shocking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shocking. Definitely the shocked the world. Was yeah. Like, what is going on? Yeah, I don't think we knew. It. I don't think Ozzy. I don't think Ozzy until Blizzard. Yeah. No, no, not even Blizzard. Osmosis until Osmosis. All the covers. Yeah, just uh, absolutely. Just shocking. And those two albums, unfortunately, were the only two that Randy Rhodes That's wrote right. and played on. Wrote and played on. Yeah. Because. Oh my goodness! Don't even say it. It's terrible. He was murdered. He, he, no, he wasn't I'm murdered. I'm telling that He wasn't murdered. Rudy Sarzo says oh. he was murdered. Rudy Sarzo does not have a very good command of the English language. That is true, but he n- might think, nonetheless. M- he might think murdered means something else. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that that, <laughs> that dude knows. Murder is universal. <laughs> it's a universal You work. know what I just noticed? Oh, God. One of the songs from Diary of a Madman was You Can't Kill Rock and oh, Roll. Oh, boy. Well, but coincidentally, you, you can you kill can, Randy Rose. You Rock. can certainly kill Randy Rose. That's awful. And you, you know what else thing? is awful? Uh, Sharon Osbourne sleeping. Oh, my goodness. With gracious. Randy Rhodes. Are you? Uh, and again, these are things that we well, heard she, and read. Yeah, no, this she is not opinion. She said it on the she did How It's yeah. Done show. She did say it. And it was um, in her book. She slept with Randy Rhodes. It was around 1980. She was actually dating Ozzy for about a month at the time. However, Oof. Ozzy was still married to his first wife, Thelma. Right. So, so that being said, well, yeah, we're going to fill you in on these little tidbits because little we find tidbits. them... <laughs> Coincidentally, yeah. uh, Sharon also slept with Jay Leno. Yes. Back in Fabulous. 1977. Yeah. I don't think anybody else slept with Jay Leno before no. or since. No, she's uh, she's one of the three. I'm she's sure. one of the three. <laughs> Jay Leno has an enormous chin. He certainly was, does. It's yeah. kind of like my forehead, except on it's the opposite ex- end. It's exactly like your forehead. <laughs> you know, we really shouldn't even refer to you. <laughs> Right, as a forehead. That's it's right. More of a five hand. That's that's right. It's more that's of a five hand. That's awful. I apologize. So, <laughs> so, uh, Randy Rhodes murder. Let's not so sure. let's just <laughs> not so sure. About let's that. just get into that for a minute so because sure. a lot of people don't know that the there are claims that it's yeah. a murder. Well, people still believe that it might be just an accident. I think it was just an accident. Uh, but think, that's right. just me. So what happened was they had just played a show in, was it Chattanooga, Chattanooga Tennessee? Chattanooga, Tennessee, yeah. Not far from where we're sitting right, right. now. Right, Um And they were in the tour bus heading to a show in Orlando, Florida. Yep, that's And correct. the air conditioning yep. was on the fritz. Right. And so they stopped at the tour bus manufacturer's owner's mansion. mansion or right. something, like, something that, like that with a... With his own airfield. With his own private airstrip. Which was uh, unused at right. the time. He did not, he, 
it oh, wasn't active. I didn't know that. No, it yeah. wasn't active. The plane was it, not even maintained. It was an old. It was an old. It was an old Beechcraft, yeah. and it was out of date as far as yeah. like inspections and all that. So I guess the plane was effectively grounded, right? Yes, and as a matter of fact, the owner pressed charges on unfortunately the dead guy, but. And and basically said that the plane was stolen. He didn't even know that. Yeah, that um, that he, they, they took it for a yeah. It a was joy actually ride. a uh, the right. driver. Yeah. That's exactly what that yeah, was. A joy too. fly. That was a joy a joy fly. Did yeah, you say? a joy fly. It was a joy, a joy ride. Fly. That joy, sounds weird. Yeah, that does sound. That weird. sounds like a. How about death of, ride? A death ride. Murder ride. That's what, it was not a murder <laughs> ride though. Was it? It was. You seem to think so. Well, you seem to be pretty sure. So let's explain what exactly happened. The bus driver, do you even know his name? Andy Andy Acock. Acock was a pilot. Right. At one time. But he had his ticket. He had had his pilot license taken away from him because six years prior, he killed somebody in a helicopter. Why do you got to say it like that? It was an aviation (laughs) fatality. It was an aviation fatality. Because it was a murder. You're acting like he's just going around every he's four a serial years, six years <laughs> killing people in aircraft. Yeah. Nobody is All right. taking up for poor no, Andrew. No. So he uh, decides... Oh, by the way, all coked out, drugs, coked of course. Out, you know, yes, drugged out. Well, the whole thing. That was a lifestyle. Drinking, yeah. He decides to uh, take this plane for a ride. Yeah. And his first passengers are... Don Airy, I believe. I, I, I don't uh, even know who keyboard was on the first ride. Yeah. Or it was definitely somebody from the band, and they he thought it might be fun to buzz, buzz the, plane. the tour bus. To wake up Tommy Aldridge, wasn't it? Could be. Yeah. Tommy was definitely the drummer at the time. Rudy Sazo, again, was also sleeping. They were all asleep. They just want, so he and Ozzy. Buzz it. Don't forget, Ozzy was, Ozzy was there well. too. I'm sure Sharon was there as yeah. well. The second, so they, so he buzzed it, landed it, decided to go back up. Decided to go back up. up. This time, trying to take Randy Rhodes, Rudy Sarzo, and some Rachel Youngblood, who was the makeup artist. Makeup artist, okay. Now, incidentally, there's also rumors that the uh, Andrew... What is Acock? it? Acock's ex-wife. Oh yes, I did. Hear was about on the this. bus, right? And having something. They were with having a problem. Randy or somebody, right? But they were divorced. Randy was like a Mac. Then. He sure he was, was. He was he Mac. Sure was. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, maybe Randy he's got a huge look. Johnson. Maybe I mean, he did. I have a don't huge. know. Maybe he's a, tr- a kickstand that tries to try to tripod. 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 A lot of times, small guys have a huge whatever. That's true. It's. I mean, they. That's do. true. It's just yeah. one of those things. He yeah. was like a real a skinny guy. He was a stud. He was probably sleeping with everybody. He, he might probably have even was been sleeping with Ozzy. Uh, Who knows? <laughs> anything's possible. Anything's possible. I mean, like you know, how do you get that gig? gig. That right. was a good gig. Exactly. So, again, that now Rudy Sazo doesn't want to go. He's no. sleeping. He wants, he wants to, to sleep. He doesn't want to go, which in uh, hindsight saved, his, saved his, life. his life. Or it could have gone a whole different way. 
if he oh, would God. have gotten on the plane, it could have delayed it a little bit. Oh, okay, might not you're have right. Crashed. You're absolutely right. Rudy Sarzo killed Randy. Okay. <laughs> Is that that is, is that, some that's what you're saying. friggin' theory? I got it. My goodness tell you. gracious! Uh, is, Jackery Dackery, that, that is off. What a claim that is! Yeah, Rudy Sarzo killed Rudy. I hope Rudy Sarzo doesn't listen to this because yeah, I'm uh, sure he'll probably get a copy of it somewhere. <laughs> I happen to like the guy, but nonetheless, I think that uh, yeah, something. If Rudy Sarzo would have gotten the plane, maybe history or. It would have been different. would have changed, maybe something different. So the second flight sure. consisted of Andrew Aycock, yep. Rachel Youngblood, and Randy Rhodes, right. who actually went up on the plane to take aerial pictures for yeah. his mom. Because he did not want to fly. No, he was Yeah, the thing flying. about flying, ironically, did not want to fly. Didn't want to fly. And uh, they basically persuaded him to get on this jalopy of a plane. All right. So, so people from the ground saw that there was actually a struggle in yeah. the cockpit. According to Rudy Sarzo. Okay. And he's also saying, he's relaying information yeah. from Don Avery, I believe who his name was, is, the keyboard player. Who was, who was out this there right. from a He was out there. He just got lens. off yeah. the plane. Because Rudy Sarzo, as you recall, was sleeping. He was asleep. So they told him that he saw the keyboard player saw a tussle Struggle, a tussle in the cockpit by the cockpit yeah. with Randy and the pilot and so the pilot, in my A-Con. in my thinking yeah I'm thinking that Randy didn't want to buzz the the bus no probably not okay and this guy wanted to or who knows what transpired and he tried to uh is it possible Jackery <laughs> that go. Andrew Acock maybe had a heart attack. Maybe he Ugh. had a heart attack, passed out. Randy was trying to take the controls. This is a small little Beechcraft plane. Okay. Pulling back on that stick is Why not easy. do you not want to admit that this dude was murdered. murdered? I don't think he was murdered. Okay. Sarzo <laughs> does not have a very good command of the English language. We know I that. I think Sarzo <laughs> thinks murder means something completely different. Okay. Murder means get me a sandwich? It, well, it might. <laughs> well, uh, his native Red language rum. is what? Spanish? I believe so. Okay. I believe he was Cuban. Right. And he says that uh, the struggle took place mm-hmm. and that uh, Acock, whatever his name is, wanted to scare the ex-wife, the ex-wife, or he yeah. wanted to maybe kill the ex-wife. Who knows how Who knows? that went. And then they uh, hit the plane. Right. Well, a wing hit a the wing plane. A wing hit the plane and plane veered off into a barn. Death instantly. Yeah. Everything caught instantly. fire. Everything caught fire is over. Um, this really affected Ozzy. I mean, Ozzy saw Rhodes as like his musical soul yeah. mate. Um, so this really, really affected Ozzy, further fueling his drug taking and oh, yeah. drinking. That's what he said. He 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 kind of, um, you know, hid all of his anguish with you know taking drugs and drinking. Yeah. I now also that. remember that Randy Rhodes was leaving. Randy Rhodes, yes, he was going to pursue a college um, degree. Degree, wasn't he in classical uh, music? Classical yeah. music, Randy Rhodes. So, so 
Randy Rhodes was his first guitar player. Incredible virtuoso. Two albums. Two albums. Um, Blizzard of Oz. Blizzard of Oz. 1980. And, and Diary of a Madman, 81. Yep. Correct. Uh, and that song, You Can't Kill Rock and Roll, But You Can Kill <laughs> Randy Rhodes, was on the that's second so, album. Wasn't that's it? so terrible. What do you mean that's, that's terrible? So Is that, terrible. Was that not oh, the name of the man, I don't, song? I, I'm not, I don't want to get involved. Jack or Daggery, but... As you know, yeah. in rock and roll, the show must go on. The show must go on. And it did. And it did. Rudy Sazo and his group finished out their contractual right. obligations yep. and then left. And then left. Which says to me that there was a cover-up. Oh, my goodness. Okay. That says up. to me that all this stuff could have easily fallen on Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy was upset. If this was that. now... Right. Forget it. Um, Lawsuits. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All kinds of It'd stuff. Be nuts. And I think so that... we can conclude with... They left Ozzie because was, they didn't like how it was handled. Ozzy was upset that R- Randy Rhodes went hogging with his right. soon-to-be wife, right. Sharon. And, and he rigged he the plane. orchestrated yeah. the entire thing. <laughs> Unbelievable. Right. Amazing. Right. <laughs> just to take more drugs. Just to take more drugs. Because that's really what it that's what... Just to take more drugs. Ozzy Osbourne does. Jackery, who was the uh, next guitar player? Okay, so the next guitar player, and uh, just for um, information, informational purposes, the next guitar player, I believe, was Bernie Torme, who did okay. uh, the rest of the, or the next tour. Right. And then there was Brad Gillis. Brad Gillis from, from Night Ranger or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And they toured uh, a little Christian. bit on that. Sister, yeah. I remember that song. That's all I remember from them. Right. Good bass player in that band. Jack Blades. Jack Blades, right, yeah. 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 Drummer sang. Drummer was a singer. Yeah, that was... They all the, sang. I think No, I think Jack Blades and the drummer sang. I don't like when the drummer sings. Genesis I gotta hand it to you. Phil Collins. Drummers... Oh, drummers... See, drummers to me aren't musicians, okay, but that's another... Okay, here we go. I switched to... Just for some information, I switched to... <laughs> Drums after bass because you couldn't hack it. No, that that's that's who can't hack four strings. First you know, of all, you know you can either be Michael Anthony, it could be Getty Lee. Michael Anthony, exactly. Yeah, so uh, that's a whole different. That's a whole episode. different. That's a whole different uh, podcast. But anyway, okay, so, so so then we have enter Jake E. Lee. Jake E. Lee once again. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Dana, Dana Strum. Strum said to. Ozzy, hey, I'm so sorry about Randy Rhodes dying accidentally. Okay, but so, so that that is opinion. <laughs> that is not that is not really. We didn't hear. He that said, is not fact. Dave so Strum said, "I'm so sorry about Randy Rhodes dying accidentally, but accidentally on purpose. I got the guy for you, Jake <laughs> E. Lee. Right." General Jake Emmanuel oh Lee, born 1957, February 15th. And what was his real name? His real name was actually uh, Jakey, J-A-K-E-Y, Lou Williams. So, so the E is means non-existent. Nothing. It's not Jake it's, it's Edward, not, not no, Jake not Emmanuel. Jake Emmanuel. It's actually Jakey. Jakey. And then some idiot but said, you know what? We're just going to make it an initial. Um... Fabulous. So, um, Jake E. Lee um, actually...
actually started playing piano, like a lot of musicians, though. Yep. Started playing p- piano, soon decided that, uh, you know what, guitarists get more chicks. And he was <laughs> half Japanese, so he probably needed a lot of help getting, ch- you know, chicks anyway. What? Nothing. <laughs> The what? I mean... You're trying to say that the, Asians have little wieners? No, I, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that the guys from Loudness probably didn't get laid. The guys from Loudness, you want to talk about... Were they not Japanese being able Chinese? to? I think they were... Whatever, they, they were, were Asian. They couldn't speak Japanese. a word of English. They couldn't speak... No, not a lot. That's for sure. The, and I they think, sang English songs. Actually, I think they took English lessons from Rudy Sarza. <laughs> What isn't that actually confirmed? Oh my god! Or is that, that is not terrible. confirmed? You just said that Rudy Sarzo didn't have a good grip on the English language. Terrible. Now he's Awful. teaching. Now he's teaching it. He shouldn't be. Oh, what are you thinking, up, Rudy? Oh my god! What are you thinking? Giving up bass playing and teaching English, broken English, bad English. Uh, Jake Ely, I think his well, one of his early bands was a band called. Tiza. Yeah. Great name for a band. Uh, they were based out of San Diego. Uh, did you know Jake E. Lee was actually in the first incarnation of Rat? I did not know that. Yeah. I did not know that. That Mickey is Rat. shocking. Mickey Rat. You Rat. and I went to a rat show. We did. We, we went to a Poison Rat. Yeah, it was, was kind of like an 80s explosion. Poison and Rat. There was somebody else. Poison there was rat. somebody was else. No, no, because there was somebody Cinderella. else. Cinderella, right? Because we didn't. They were opening. They were, opening. and we didn't care for them that much. So we, we were late to the show because we didn't really care. We we really wanted to see Poison. Poison. We, I hate to say that. No, po- <laughs> Poison's okay. They can but speak good English. They they we, definitely had their place. And again, that's another podcast. Rode our motorcycles to we that did. show. That is correct. How? That is so that's rock and roll right and there. Roll. That's rock and roll right there. And if you recall, as we pulled in, the parking lot was packed. Yeah, I don't remember where we saw it. The show. It was your wife got us the uh, tickets. Yes, Jen got us the tickets, and I believe it was. I don't remember. What it was venue. an amphitheater. It was an amphitheater. They had grass. It was outdoor. P and C. It, the PNC Bank Arts Center, go. Right, which formerly was called the Man, I had to reach Garden State. For that one. Yeah, that I hurt. remember that. I'm gonna it take was a nap. originally called the Garden State Arts <laughs> yeah, Center, right. which actually the first concert I ever saw was there in New Jersey. The Men at Work in New Jersey, yeah, um, where and the we, next guitar player happens to be from. But go ahead. Uh, um, we drove our bikes into the parking lot, and they, if you recall, they just kind of like waved us up front. Yeah. Maybe they thought we were like with the. Maybe band they or? thought they needed to put us in the wheelchair. Who knows? Oh, I think we were older. Were we older? I think so. It yeah. was a long, long yeah. time ago. Yeah. So, Jakey Lee was in Mickey Rat. Uh, he was also in a band called. It's, it's not a real well known band. I like them. Rough Cut. Rough Cut was managed by Ronnie James Dio's wife, Wendy. Jake E. Lee claims to have written the main riff <laughs> off of Dio's Holy Diver album, <laughs> Don't Talk to Strangers. Jake e. You Lee know what? Jake that. E. Lee thinks he's written everything. 
I mean, this guy is still complaining. Are you? That he's not gotten money from. Are you not a fan? (laughs) Now, let me tell you something. I love Jake Ely. I think he's a tremendous guitar player. He he gets sounds out of the guitar. He uses alternate tunings. Um, He... He doesn't have a trem bar on his guitar, yet he gets trem sounds by doesn't bending he, the strings at the string trees. Jake I mean, he's phenomenal. Lee, I think I read somewhere that he considers a tremolo bar cheating. Maybe. I think it Maybe. was Maybe, yeah, Lee because he ne- he did not that. use them. And in that regard, he has written two phenomenal albums Who? for Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Phenomenal. Uh, Bark at the Moon. Bark at the Moon. And uh, what was the other one? Ultimate Sin. Ultimate Sin? Yeah. What? Are you sure? I think Ultimate so. Sin was Yeah, Jake was Jake. Lee? Yeah, I'm pretty Ultimate sure. Ultimate Sin's now probably let's, one of my favorite. Now, now we're talking, yeah, 1986 for Ultimate Sin okay. and 83 for Bark at the Moon. Okay. I think Bark is a better album. Well, but Bark at the Moon was uh, definitely more of a commercial success at 3.1 million. Ultimate Sin was 2.1 million. Yeah. And you want to talk about shocking. The cover was shocking. The, the On ads. Was the Bark old, at the Moon? Yeah. Where he was werewolf dressed as like thing, a werewolf. Yeah. The video was good, too. Phenomenal. And MTV. Yeah. Played the played snot the out crap of it. out of it. You oh, couldn't yeah. turn on MTV and not see day and not see Bark yeah. of the Moon. It was fantastic. Yeah. Coincidentally, if your kids were crying, you stick them. You stick them in, front of, yeah. in right. front of that video, and immediately they would shut up. Sketch it list. They would shut up. Um, actually, did you know that Jake E. Lee was not Ozzy's first pick? I did not know that. Listen to me. Okay. George Lynch from Dokken actually got the gig before Jake E. Lee. I think you're lying. It's true. This is absolute fact. I thought you were going to say Rudy Sazo. Not Rudy Sazo. (laughs) No. Rudy Sazo, I think, was at a uh, English class. Now, I believe that Rudy Sazo was no longer the bass player at that time. No. At that time, I think it was an entire different lineup. But it still, it always had that sort of Ozzy sound. Yeah. It always had a, coming from a bass player, like a geezer butler, geezer butler type yeah. of uh, groove, groove yeah. uh, to it. And right. I think that that, that was because um, the guitar players were, their influences well, were Black were Sabbath all, all, and Black Sabbath. Ozzy and, 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 you know. each guitarist that came along was trying to sort of emulate what the guitarist before them right. did. And that's, and... Every one of these guitar players, and I'm going to even say Brad Gillis and all these guys, had to learn stuff. They had to do their homework. I mean, Jakey Lee had to uh, not only remember his own solos, which were phenomenal, but he also had to remember everything Randy Rhodes did. That's right. And had to be played perfectly because if not, people were going to lose interest. People were going to lose their mind. Absolutely. People were extremely uh, particular about their music. I think more so than today. Yeah. And they were particular about their bands, who is in their bands, and uh, their guitar players. Jake E. Lynch. So, Ozzy hired George Lynch. Then he heard Jake E. Lee, and he's like, wait a minute, I made a mistake. Jake E., you got the job, but 
you have to fire George Lynch. <laughs> now I think that you're telling stories. It's true. <laughs> this the, is was it before this Christmas too? I think he it was not before Christmas. Stories. I don't think it was. All right, and he had to fire him. He, his, he first, his first, his order first of order of business. Forget about playing George. guitar. You have to now become now my you, band manager. Right, band manager George Lynch did okay for himself though with docking. He sure did. But I mean, being. Ozzy's guitarist would have been cool too. Absolutely, George Lynch is Absolutely. amazing. Great he's guitarist. a phenomenal guitar player. One of my favorites. He's he's definitely in my top sixty. Absolutely. Um, let's see here. So uh, Jake E. Lee had to um, finish a live tour here. I'm just trying to read my notes too. Right. Um, and let's see. Yeah, he had to. Um, he had to finish out the. Sub- tour of Diary of a Madman yeah and Speak of the Devil which was the live album Ozzy put out yeah there. any material but, that but had that to be played all, yeah yeah that was all Black Sabbath tunes and then uh, Bark at the Moon was essentially written by Jake well all these guitar players are taking on the writing of the guitar parts true, and yeah. uh, all guitar driven I mean, uh, classically uh, guitar-driven, you know, yeah. 80s oh, absolutely. shredding, so you know, so yeah, uh, stuff like that. Right after Bark at the Moon, Ozzy had to take off some time Yeah, because he went to the Betty Ford he sure Clinic. Did. While he was in the Betty Ford Clinic, Jake E. Lee kept on working and writing new material, which I heard later on became the album the ultimate sin again whatever well, jake lee says you got a grain true. salt right. you got a grain of salt with that because he's he's saying a lot of things as far as he's concerned they still owe him money so is that right is yeah that what he said? yeah they, he yeah. didn't get paid for i don't know bark at the moon or something like that I'm sure but anyway that. nonetheless I'm sure still a great guitar player wouldn't pull anything away from no. him uh, Jake Ely left the band in 87, frustrated with Ozzy's work on the preparation of the Randy Rhodes tribute album, I heard. Interesting. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, Jake Ely, little... I've watched some interviews with him. He's definitely full of himself. himself clearly. But, I mean, the guy's clearly. a fantastic guitar player. I mean, you can't take anything away from him. Now, and the question I mean, is... He was there. Why? And this is very important. Why did he not sleep with Sharon Osbourne? Maybe he did. That's Maybe that's why he got fired. That, that could be why. <laughs> and so, are you saying that at this time it had now become a tradition? <laughs> I believe that it might have been a rite Poor of passage. Sharon. <laughs> Poor Sharon. She is brutal, that woman, anyway. That's what I've heard. That's another podcast. You're not a fan. Absolutely not. Of Sharon. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> Next okay. guitar player. Next guitar player is, uh, I mean, the madman. Yeah. The wild yeah. man, Zach. I mean, you Water. cannot, uh, this this man has uh, other bands outside of Ozzy, uh, blues, he plays piano, he sings, he's Zach phenomenal. was a product of our part of the world, too. Yeah. He came from Jersey. Bayonne, New Jersey, yeah. I think, or something I think, like that. I think it was Bayonne. Yeah. That just or, popped into my head or yeah, something. Yeah, I think you're right. Bayonne, which was like right over the bridge. Yeah. Right? Um, 
And uh, how he came to be was uh, somebody told Ozzy and Sharon about Zach. And, I mean, probably at this point, half the country sent in audition tapes. Do yeah. you remember audition tapes? I sent, audition I sent a couple of them tapes? myself. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, so, supposedly, Ozzy had like a sack full of audition tapes. Yeah. Zach Wilde was on Sharon and Ozzy's radar because he was just an amazing yeah. local player. Yep. And um, Zach had sent in a tape. Sharon was getting on to Ozzy. Ozzy, you've got to pick a new guitarist. You have to start listening to these tapes. Ozzy was like, I don't want to. I don't want to. Whatever. Fine, I'll do it. Reached in, pulled out a tape. Randomly. Tape Randomly. Randomly. Zach, Zach Wild, which is just just an amazing lottery story. I mean, the how how crazy the that you he yeah. hit the lottery. Yeah. Zach Wild was an amazing player. Zach Wild was a um, he loved Randy Rhodes. Yes, he was like a student, big influence. Yeah, he studied everything yeah. Randy Rhodes did. And to, yeah, nineteen years old. That's right, nineteen super years old, young, super young, just I mean, out of high school, look. right? I mean, yeah, what do well, you? I don't even think he graduated. No, high school. Zach Wild? No, he was working in a gas station. Working in a gas station. What do you have to call? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Guess what? Yeah, you're the brand new guitar player for yeah. Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, ten dollars on. <laughs> okay. Can you fill up? Can right. you check the oil? Fill up regular on Check my oil, please. Check the oil. You're the new guitar player for <laughs> And then pack your bags. Ozzy Osbourne. Pack your bags. You're going to the UK. Um, Which I don't believe it was the UK, though, right? Probably I not think because they were doing some kind of a prison tour. Okay, yes. But the prison was in the UK. Oh, I didn't I know that. Okay. I don't know if they actually did the prison tour or just did the one gig in the prison. It was the... The Wormwood Scrubs prison in the UK, and um, let's see here. That's right. That was July twenty eighth, nineteen eighty seven, and in a prison. Now look, and very popular Jack because Redagri, he's a pretty. I have. Been, you have experience. I have experience in the prison system. In the prison system. <laughs> and um, a. 150 pound, yeah. 19 or 20 year old guy with long blonde hair. An alabaster very, skin. An alabaster, <laughs> yeah. Is a very, very popular person yeah. in prison. Yeah. I would say he's probably the most popular person in yes. prison. Yes. But fortunately, he was on stage and right. inmates. But I heard that there was a lot of like cat. Of course there was. Of course there was. Yeah. Because that was a, what, a medium. Uh, or was it maximum? I don't. I, it I wasn't don't, just. I don't know the exact. It wasn't just a light. Level. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't just a light. Level. They were lifers in there. They were lifers. Yeah. So uh, that's. Zach Wild actually said that. Right. <laughs> they were lifers, and he was scared that Ozzy was going to leave him there. Really? Yes. Well, they joke. As a joke. Yeah, they, they joke, joke all the time. Because their relationship was. Uh, unbelievable. Yeah, really I mean, uh, like family, um, uh, the relationship. Zach has actually been quoted as saying in Metal Hammer magazine, I'm literally always a phone call away. If the Osbournes need me to go over there and feed the dogs while they're on vacation, no problem. Yeah, you need absolutely. Eggs and milk, I got it. Yep. 
So, I mean, they're, and we're talking, they're, they're tight. Absolutely. We're talking a minimum of five albums with Ozzy. Oh, yeah. He, a he, minimum. He's on a ton of albums. Yeah. The first I album mean, he did with Ozzy was what? Oh, it was um, Have you, uh, No Rest for the Wicked. No Rest for the Wicked was an incredible album. I mean, the guitar playing on it is phenomenal. Incredible. He has his own line of guitars. He's... He's uh, uh, he's a man. The Rush for the Wicked came out yeah. in '88, sold 2.1 million, so it went platinum right twice. away. Yeah, right away. Miracle Man, great yeah. tune. Yep. Crazy Babies, Fire <sighs> in the Unbelievable, Sky, yeah. Demon Alcohol, yeah. Breaking All the Rules. This, yeah, I mean that's this might have been. I don't know. This might have been my favorite album. Ultimate Sin was incredible, but No Rest for the Wicked was just. Let me tell you, it kind of changed. It kind of changed the tone for Ozzy in some way. It did. He, it became darker almost. Not Black Sabbathy, but you can hear in his playing that this guy came from a darker uh, type of metal. And honestly. East Music. Coast metal was a lot different than it was. West Coast. It was, and you can hear it. There is a you big difference sonically. Yeah. Absolutely. Between No Rest for the Wicked and Ultimate Sin and Bark at the Bone. Very, very different you, uh, albums. You mentioned uh, Zach Wilde's line of guitars yeah. earlier. Yeah. You know his uh, trademark bullseye yeah. design? Well, it was originally supposed to be a swirl design, like uh, vertigo. Oh, you know, those, oh wow. Those, I didn't those. know that. Okay. Yeah. And the reason why he did that was because Randy Rhodes had the polka dots. Correct. Eddie Correct. Van Halen had the tape. Right. Zach That's right. Thought, and now Zach idolized Randy Rhodes. Yeah. Yeah. Zach and Randy himself, Rhodes used the Randy Les Paul used and the, Zach used and the Les Paul for the, a long time. Right. And so Zach Wilde said, I need my sort of, you know, trademark. emblematic yeah. trademark. And yeah. that was how we got the Zach Wilde bullseye design. Yep. Zach Wilde, incredible guitar player. Very influential uh, influential to a lot of people. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Just and phenomenal. Can play anything and sings. Yes. Well, and yeah. plays the right. piano. Plays the piano. Yeah. What I dig about Zach Wild is Zach Wild is one of those players who gives credit where credit's due. You talk about a certain guitarist and he's like a fan. All he's super humble. Super, he's super yeah, humble. Absolutely. When it's somebody's birthday, he's always calling out birthdays and all, all for other guitar players. He is phenomenal. Okay, so we have gone through Randy Rhodes, Jake E. Lee, and Zach wild uh i mean i've got album sales here i mean ozzy has sold so many albums um his best selling album though was his first yeah blizzard of oz went platinum five times But of course, there can only be one. There can only be Ozzy's one. greatest guitarist, okay. and I think. So who do you have for three? for three? Who do you have in the third position? I'm gonna have to say, Jakey e. Lee. Uh, J- I'm with you on. That. Are you really? I'm with you on that one. Jakey okay. e. Lee is number three. Jakey, so much as so, I like uh, Jake, no middle name. I e. Lee. love Jake, no middle name. <laughs> yeah. Lee. I think he's incredible. I gotta and, put him at three. And he's only third. 
because yeah. I dig Zach and Randy Rhodes yeah. so much. But and three is a good spot. Let's face it, an amazing, because we're talking about um, honorable mention here. Uh, Ozzy had a guitar player, Gus G, right. who was uh, yeah. great in his own right, and he also made uh, an album or two with Andrew Watt, who's a producer. Mm-hmm. And plays guitar similar sounding to Zach Wilde. Zach Wilde. And again, G, phenomenal guitar uh, player. Coincidentally, officially is now the manager at the local Jiffy Loop <laughs> up the street. You have right. So, All right, so that's another isn't that one of those. That's another one of those opinions. No, that's I, not I'm, a I'm fact. Pretty sure that's fact. And, I was getting my. Oil changed not long ago, and I swear that was Gus G. And he walked over to you and said, what oil would it be? And this is a C chord? <laughs> this is a C chord, right. Jackie, so Jake, right. so Jake, Jake Ely, Ely number being three. number three. So whoever's the best guitarist, we know the other one would be number two. I and think- I'm not even going to say number two. I'm no, gonna no, no. say. I just think we should say number one. But the thing but, is, but I, what I'm saying is, the number two for me, yeah, could easily have been, been number, number one. one. I, I mean, clearly, I, uh, I, I completely agree. You know, I think it's only fair because, like, we've talked about this, but not talked about it in depth. I think it's only fair that we do like a three, two, one, and then we both say it at the same time because okay. obviously it's okay. gonna, it's, it's for sure gonna be the same. Okay. it should be. You and I come from similar backgrounds. That's we've right. Got similar influences. So it's definitely going to be the same guitar Absolutely. player. Absolutely. So should right. I do a three? Yeah, let's one, do that. That's that's and awesome. We're going to say it right after. Right I say after you one, say it's obviously going to be the same guy. Right, at, you're going to go one, two, three. I and was going to say it. I was going to go three, two, one. But if you want to do one, two, three, <laughs> if it's a little whatever bit floats for your you, boat, I'm going to do it. All right, do ready? It. Yeah. One, two, three. Zach You what? are a moron. <laughs> you. You are obviously you are a moron. I thought this was what be is like wrong a with you? This is podcast. exactly what a drummer this would is, say. You know, this no. is perfect. No, this is perfect. Are you kidding me? Zach what Wild. is wrong with you? No, Randy Rhodes. Zach okay. Wilde is so, a pale now, <laughs> imitation. Now I of want Randy you to Rhodes. remember. I want you to remember something. Yeah. Zach Wilde yeah. has got to play. Yes. Jakey Lee stuff, right, and Randy stuff. Can you imagine? And remember yeah. his stuff, right, and make everything taste right. a little bit like uh, himself. Yeah, I which agree. he does phenomenally. I agree. Okay? Standing in the show. So just of- that reason right there. Yeah. Now other people have said, well, Randy Rhodes didn't become the part. Blah blah. He would have grown, but no. I think that Randy Rhodes is where he was going to be. He may have become a little bit more technical, I but I think that he was he so was where he's going to be. So basically, you are you are happy smoking crack, Randy Rhodes. Okay, dog, right? Are, That's what you're saying. You are smoking crack, Jackery Dackery now, is thrilled. Randy the Rhodes. Thing, <laughs> That's awful. You just said, but it was an accident. According to you, he was he murdered. was murdered. So Randy Rhodes and I would never take anything. Away from this guy. No, because I mean, you couldn't. He's dead. He was he was phenomenal. But I believe, and and most of these guys, I mean, look at Zach Wild. Anyway, when he started playing, it's, he's just as good. I, I don't really oh, see fantastic. like a major 
growth between his guitar play. I mean, he was he's the still doing the same chirp that the he only did. You know, growth Zach has had is probably his beard, right? Jeffrey. Which he needs to cut the mustache we're, because we, the oh the, yeah, it hangs the heads down and like the mouth is no con, good, my friend. Like an old Confederate It's no good. General. He looks like uh, cartoon character. Omar yeah. <laughs> Crambo. Crambo. So, uh, so obviously we're not going to agree on no. who. Uh, so, no, because so you are a crackhead and <laughs> definitely not a crackhead. And I am surprised at you. I are am you really? very surprised. Yeah. Jackery. I think you need to re- rethink your whole life now, well, that because might be. something that might happened. Be, I can't believe so. So you obviously sustained some sort of head injury on the way over to the hair today gone. That's tomorrow. a big injury. Studios. That's a big. That injury. is a big injury. That's a big head. <laughs> That's a big head. That's a five head. That's a five head. We're not going to agree on this. So the who was Ozzy's best guitarist battle continues. Continues in. in I'm not surprised. In, in reality, though, I would have to say if I had to choose the two yeah. for the number one spot, it yeah. would be Randy and Zach. And if, oh, yeah, if Randy was alive right now, I feel... He would hate you. Uh, right. He but I feel that him and Zach would be... I, <laughs> I feel him and Zach would be very good friends. Extremely good friends. You know what? I think you're probably right about that. Yeah. But um, he's gone. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. gone. So, and that's a shame. That's a shame that, that anybody shame. should be in the position of stardom, fame, yeah. fortune, and then just uh, be killed. Jackery Dackery, what is our uh, podcast email in case people want to r- reach out to Let us? Let us know how, how wrong How much are. they hate me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, our email is, where is it? It's... HTGT HTGT 1985 yeah. at gmail.com HTGT 1985 at gmail.com Reach out to us. Let us know um, exactly how wrong you think Jack <laughs> is and how that's, right you think I am. That's just great. Um, and that is HTGT Here Today Gone Tomorrow. That's what it is. H- yeah. HTGT yeah. 1985 yep. because that might be the year that we met. We're not really sure. Well, it also was a good time for me. That was a good time. That was a great time. Yes, sir. And um, we're going to uh, put an Instagram together. Look out for that. And um, this podcast should be available on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, and all the big um, podcast catchers out there. Give me about two or three days to get that going. Subscribe, like, leave a comment. Jackie, Absolutely. There, uh, no, that's it. I think we're good, sir. I, I think, think it was an interesting topic. I think I'm good. You, I don't know. <laughs> uh, you you got to work with your drugs. Zach okay? Wild. Zach Wild. <laughs> oh, my Jack God. Jack Great. I'll see you next week. Bye. Yes, sir.